Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Third rule of Fight Club, someone yells stop, goes limp, taps out, the fight is over. Fourth rule, only two guys to a fight. Fifth rule, one fight at a time, fellas. Sixth rule, no shirts, no shoes. Seventh rule, fights will go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule, if this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to fight. Hey everybody, welcome to Glory Days. This is the podcast, podcast version. Uh, I'm recording this at 4 a.m. on President's Day. It is the 20th, currently. Yes. And earlier this evening, before we went out, we had Chris, Heavy Metal Chris, Heavy Metal Yogi Chris. We had Killer B, we had Mike, we had Marsha Lopez, TT was here, and I was here, of course. And we talked about a bunch of stuff. Triumph, fight the good fight. Anyways, this is before uh, another round of events happened to TT and I while we were out dancing this evening. It was a first. So we recorded this podcast, and then we went out dancing after everybody left. Everybody left us. Marcia drove us to the 18th Street Lounge. Marcia's so nice all the time. Yes, she does great things. She's fantastic. She's tremendous. She's a tremendous friend. She's the best friend. She's a tremendous friend. You should find a new adjective. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, so, so this is what happened. Well, let me just... There's a, there's a whole backstory. Uh, all, all week at work, I was kind of messing up a little bit. Not anything big. Just little things like online. So I'm the group program manager. I am, I'm in charge of group programming at one of the Vita's fitnesses in uh, DC, Verizon. And just little things I just messed up this week. No, nothing major. It was just enough to like, all right, what's going on, Chad? I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll get. It. I'll fix it right now. Chad, what's going on? Oh, sorry, I'll fix it right now. No, no big deal. I got that. I got this. And then, so that was that was the first wave of things, like just like little teeny tiny things, kind of happening at work. And then, bigger things started to happen. Let's say, for instance, the brunch that I DJed on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I was DJing a brunch, and I had these big Mackie Thump 15-inch subwoofer speakers. They aren't subwoofers, but they're just big speakers. They're made for like house music. And my speakers, but I was using the bar's speaker stands, and I don't know if I hit it or somebody else hit it, but whatever. The speaker tipped over and landed on top of a table, destroying everything in its path. A table of, like, six people. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't hit anybody, but it just, it just hit a dead center and shattered everything. Liquids all over the place. All right, so now at this point... My coworker's like, oh my god, because my this hit the co my coworker's table. Luckily, hit the coworker's table, and they're all like, oh my god, because they kind of know like one of them, uh, Lisa, Lisa Ling, she's a coworker and she's the PT manager. I'm the manager of group fitness, and she's like, Chad, you really, what the fuck's going on with you this week? I'm like, I have no idea, Lisa. Like, this is like the worst week ever. So they're not really, but you know, just like little, these little things keep well, happening to me. She said that to me. Yeah, well, these little things keep happening to me, right? Like just little, I guess these are just little tweaks, but it's it's uncharacteristic of me. I'm usually like, on top of my shit, believe it or not. And so that happened. And then today, before the podcast, I was riding my bike to Vita Verizon <laughs> on my bike in this suburban 
car full of like kids whipped open their door as I was passing, and when I you smashed say suburban, into their... You make it sound like those big SUVs. No, it was like just an old beat up car, like a sedan. <laughs> and so my, I, I guess I hit my brakes really quickly, and I flipped. I, I tell this. Uh, I'm going to tell the story in the podcast. So I won't go too long. So I, I got in a car. I got in a bug accident. And I was apparently fine. Apparently fine. I, I looked. No bones were sticking out of my skin. I was good. And you know, it was a car full of kids, so whatever. I didn't yell at the parents. So I went on to work, and I did payroll. And then I come home, and I set up for the podcast with Titi. You know, she was making delicious food. And shit was going great. We had a fun time with everybody yeah. who came over. And thank you again. This is a little pre, little prequel. And so that happened. So we had a great podcast, but again, we were talking about, you'll, you'll hear it in the podcast, how like my week is kind of a little bit weird, it's a little off. funky. It's off. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's uh, tell you what just happened just now as we're dancing, as we do. cherry on Every top. Sunday night, we go to 18th Street Lounge, and uh, TT and I, we just dance the night away. We, we get into a groove. We flow. It's love. It's peace. It's... <laughs> It's just a great vibe, and my good friend Chris, good friend, he's a friend of mine. I don't want to say good friend, but we met at a pool once. He had kids, I had kids. We hit it off, and he he's like one of the local big local DJs, and he got us in tonight with no cover. We got on his guest list, and we were dancing to Chris, just dancing to Chris all night long, and he was we kicking were front ass. Front row, and this guy came up to I didn't I didn't this is like I'm seeing like the tail end of like about five minutes of interaction. I guess this guy was touching. What was he doing? You were to my left, and right. I felt someone grab me. And I thought, you know, oh, it's a, someone getting through. They're just, like, pushing me. But no, his hand was pulling my arm. So I told him to back off. And then he did it again. And then I'm like, okay, dude, like, what the fuck? Back off. So I don't know anything. I don't know anything that's going on right now. And I'm just, like, pushing him away. Then he manages, I see that he he goes to your left, and he's actually grabbing another girl at this point, and I see that happen, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy must be off his mind, and he's just like Okay, but I, at this point, I see, I see an interaction with Laura and this guy, and Laura runs away from him to my right, and so she like totally bails, and she was, I could tell she's visibly upset. She's super annoyed at this guy. So I get the sense, of course, that this guy is being an asshole. He's drunk, just being an idiot. So it's like, all right, well, I'll give him a pass. Laura said her piece. And I see him kind of doing the same, like you're just talking about, to another girl. And then this guy comes back over to Laura. And he and, grabs me for the third time. And then time. at this point, and my elbow, and this, at this point, my elbow cocks. I launch a full force elbow to this guy's face. I hit him square in the face with my elbow, and then I turn around <laughs> and I punch him with all my might in his face, his stupid fucking face, and I have a bloody knuckle to prove it. And the dance vibe is ruined. So, no, listen, I hit him so fucking hard. I have no idea why he's still living. I hit him so fucking hard. I mean, your fingers are bloody. My whole hand is like a mess right now. And then he like, I can see his face right now. He's like, like you can see like he had no consciousness. Like he was barely conscious. And he, like, rallied, like, his friends grabbed him, and he came back up. I'm like, listen, and this is where everything just kind of stopped. And I gave him a chance. I'm like, listen, I'm going to fuck you up if you don't back off. And he kept counting, and I went to punch him again for a third time, and luckily I missed, because I this was, had everything in it. This had everything I could possibly muster into this punch, and I missed, luckily. I'm thankful it missed, because yep. it would have knocked his teeth out. 
And I, my hand's already, like, kind of throbbing. So everybody's, like, they, they grab me, they grab this other kid, and they're like, and everybody's like, Chad, go, 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 go. Like, the pizza, the plate, you're going to get arrested. Go. So and we have to, like, run we just, we out of run, here. It's like, it's, like, 2 in the morning. Uh, 2.30. It's, like, 2.30. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning right now. It's, like, 3.45 a.m. So Laura and I run out of the place. Again, we run into it. We get in a taxi. And so I'm taxiing the DJ, Chris, because uh, him and I are friends, of course. And he's like, dude, that guy was a fucking asshole. He saw the whole thing. And that was crazy, dude. Yeah. So here's like, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Is this it? Is this the end? Is this like, is this like the t- the cap? This is the cap. I mean, I, I think hope. tomorrow that guy's going to wake up with his face hurting and him hopefully realizing that his he's list, an his, asshole. His lip was busted open and his lip was bleeding. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, so I'm not bragging because I don't like violence, but this guy had it coming and I. No, but say, he was aggressive and he was. He was grabbing me. He was grabbing this other girl. He was, he obviously had no respect for anyone. And even when and then he, when I turned my back, he came back after yeah, me. Yeah, I saw him coming at you, and he hit you on your head. And I was like, Dad. And oh my gosh, it was just crazy. Like people were. And it was like, never it was, been a part of at this point. Like it was that. like him coming near me. It was like a mosquito. He like a little fucking puke. <laughs> he, I guess he hit me. Hope I don't remember it. And he was obviously didn't hurt because he's a fucking puke. I'm so happy so basically, you him, though, because he's I'm in my 40s. Person. I just got in a bar fight, and I'm in my 40s defending my girlfriend's honor. I don't know if I should be proud of this, or... I'm actually, I, I feel pretty fucking proud of it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you right now. felt so defended. I've never been defended like I just before. fucking kicked the guy's ass for you. How I do you know. feel? Um, this makes up for all the Valentines you didn't do. <laughs> All the Valentine's I did do because I just wrecked my knuckles on some guy's face. Yes, this is the most romantic thing you've ever right. done for me. <laughs> Wait, we're gonna have sex now. Because <laughs> obviously there's a sequel, there's a you know buzz behind this movie, and the guy was like, Oh, the first one was so amazing. We're talking about John Wick 2? And John Wick 2, he was saying that the second one is actually better than the first one. And so I sat down on Friday night, I'm like, that's it, I'm gonna make a concerted effort to watch this movie. And I gotta be honest with you, it still sucked. Like I I I I dug the whole like revenge thing and like oh you know, you know what the uh, well let's talk about the I, I think I think it was I think it was it was sort of trying to get the same tone as Taken, but it wasn't done as well. Oh I think I think I think a lot of those movies it has to do with the expectations, and if you're just like me you're like oh yeah like HBO is like oh John Wick let me watch this I, exactly I didn't know anything I was like well that was that was like super entertaining right yeah and it is I mean it's your basic but if like, somebody told me. This is this is the be all and all action movies. I'd be like, no, because uh, there's a movie, actually that uh, Denzel Washington was in, which is a fucking great movie. Oh, Man on Fire. No, it was it was. Uh, uh, I wish I remember the name of it. It was, it was some kind of random act. Equalizer. Equalizer, yeah. Did you see Equalizer? I haven't seen it. Either. Oh, that was like super entertaining. Same thing, no expectations. Just like any movie where like somebody gets fucked over and they kick ass. Yeah. Um, so but you, you, you see, you watched the first John, John Wick first, or did you, you know see why it? John Wick was cool? No, first John Wick it's because like a couple reasons. Number one, they created this like alternative universe in which there's like assassins and they have hotels. Yeah, so, yeah like, exactly, exactly. I thought that was cool. And then like the fact that he was like the king. Of, he was like Kaiser Sose of right. And they killed this dog, which gave him this crazy excuse to go on this this murderous rampage. I also like seeing. By the, the way, what are we listening to? Let's I also like the accountant. Do you see the accountant with Ben Affleck? 
I have not. Yeah. I, I want to see that movie. I've seen it twice now. I really like that. Really you've seen, wait, you've seen. I like, ben Affleck in, I like Ben Affleck in his post separation from what's her name, like being just really gritty and angry in every Jennifer movie that he does. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like gritty and angry in everything now. Like, it's just sort of amazing. Superman? Fucking terrible movie. Yeah, I heard. I, oh my god. Yeah. Were you super disappointed? Are you super dis? Like, which how one, can you super dis? Are you super Meanwhile, Deadpool. Was it, was it, Deadpool, fucking great movie. Best movie. I watched it like 15 times. I mean, it was the best movie ever recorded ever. No. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Now, no, it was, now was, though, right? was Batman vs Superman better or worse than Alien vs Predator? I love Alien vs Predator. I, I, I have a feeling. It's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking best movie. Like, I have like, a feeling. I have a feeling if you have it, sarcastic or, right or, now? Or, or, or was it as bad as? Freddy versus Jason. I feel like if you have verses in the title, like you're setting yourself a pretty low expectation there. See, that's, I, like, don't know. I think I saw Freddy versus Jason in the movie theater because it was 3D. Right. My, I was in eighth grade. My expectations didn't. I, I didn't even know. I was like, like worst 3D I was movies. Like, Jaws 3D. As long as like, oh my god. I don't die in the movie theater. I'm fine. Like it was good. It was, I mean, it was okay. And then I remember coming out at the movie theater in Bethesda, and I don't know if you know this, but like you just pulled a Trump breathing thing. That <laughs> <laughs> I have I have problems breathing. Um, we came out in the street that that movie theater's on in downtown Bethesda is Elm Street. Oh, nice. Oh. And I was like, whoa. So you saw Nightmare on Elm Street on Elm Street? Yes. It's pretty cool. But it was the one that was Freddy vs. Jason. Freddy vs. Jason, yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe, I don't remember. So long ago. Hey, guys, we're, we're recording right now. That's amazing. I know. We're recording. I just want you to know, because legally I have to let you, I have to inform you right. when you're being recorded, because I don't want you guys to come back. Are, we starting, are we starting now? Yeah. We, when you do an official start? Yeah. All right. I'm going to pull down this track. As awesome as this is, let's just. By the way, can I just cut in because I'm yeah, listening to this music really quickly? You, you in the front did row. you see? Did you see this this Facebook post that that your GM had put on Facebook last night? No. Which was, um, my wife had told me. Um, yes. I was shocked when my wife told me yes. she hadn't seen Star Wars or something like that. Night on the Roxbury. And, and, and yes, and she goes, and then he goes, and then she told me she had never seen Night at the Roxbury. Guess what we're watching right now? And I thought to myself. Who the fuck thinks that Night at the Roxbury is a an absolute requirement <laughs> to go through, like to be to live a good life? I replied to that. that Did you see I my mean, reply? The the skit itself isn't even funny. I can't even imagine how bad the movie is. You've never seen the movie either? No. Why would I? I've never seen it. I either. mean, I would. I feel like I would actually. I be, watched a half hour of it. and I was like, this is terrible. I think I'd probably rather have a stroke. Let's it watch, is. watch that movie. Let's watch it right now. No, there's it's no way. It's literally a sketch that like no mildly, like for the ten seconds, like ah, oh, okay, like they made a whole movie. Yeah, no. There's no way. What is love? Baby, Baby don't hurt me. I can't. Don't hurt me. Well, first of all, I hate I hate everybody from Boston to begin with. Beep, and so beep, beep, to watch beep. that movie would just be awful. But this me. reminds me of Mike's new techno song. We should probably do it right now. For my bro. Let's, I'm gonna, let's recall. Let's recall. Hold on, hold on. All right, yeah, yeah, I got here it comes. Here it comes. Please pause. I feel like this yeah. is this is Chad sort of massaging his balls before he masturbates. He's like he's setting up the the, the, the right atmosphere. The yeah. yeah. That's true. I'm moving my shirt up. Yeah. It's, it's, this like is Mike's new song. Chad, you Yes. <laughs> All right. This is our techno song. Yeah. Glory days. This techno song. Hey, Mike. Yes, Chad. Would you like to start this new techno? That you wrote the other day, I love it. I have L O V it, L U V it. Lasers for my bro, 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 lasers for my bro. Lasers for my bro, lasers for my bro. Yet you do not know. Yes. 
Lasers for my bros. Welcome to Glory Days, a tribute to a time when rock stars roam the earth. I am Jumpin' Jack Tad. We start each episode with a, with what? An attitude and a broken beer? No, a, a beer and a bad attitude. Yes. Oh, wait, hold on. There you go. Hey, Mike, go ahead. Tell me when. You're good. So wait, here comes the, uh, here comes the beer. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, I already opened it. I'm a moron. That was sweet. I, I'm a moron. I already opened it. And here comes the bad attitude, which is Chris. That was sweet. That might have been the best popping to, to begin a podcast. You guys have was that the best podcast popping? Yeah. Podcast pop, The best podcast Shark popping. suck shit. Shark snarks. Shark sharks. Snarks. We're going to go back into the shark shark shit. No. Hey, how's the uh, headphone levels, Chris? You good? That's good, man. You sure? Yeah, it's, it's leveled out a little bit. All right, good. Because I think uh, we had a little difficulty. Hey, so I don't know if you know, saw my Facebook status today. Let me turn this back up. I need some. Mike, do you know who this is? You, we played this in a previous podcast. This is like Tease Me, Please Me by like fucking. Uh, is it the band from Texas? The the, the Clam Rocker guys? It's not Dangerous is, uh, Toys, is it? It's Dangerous Toys, and the song is Teasing, Pleasing. Oh, nice man, job. come on, come Good on. Good job. Good job. <clears throat> Good stuff right here. Arguably. <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah, sure. All right, so I don't know if you guys have seen my Facebook status, wow. but. <laughs> That's difficult. What's going on? We need man hands. I don't know. Tina, the waitress mouth. Tina needs somebody to open something. Oh, and now Chris is using his teeth. Is it it looks like an applesauce container. Is that an applesauce container? Are you from upstate New York? Applesauce. Applesauce container. Hold this on this part. Hold on. It's like Steven Tyler. So, I woke up today, and I'm like, it's Sunday, by the way. We're recording this on Sunday, February... Anybody? 19th. 19th? No? 19th, yeah. Sunday, February 19th, for editing purposes. Anywho, I got up and was like, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to go to the gym, because I'm one of the managers. I'm kind of a big deal over there, and I was going to do payroll. And I kind of, when I have the opportunity to do payroll on a Sunday, I take it because there's no distractions. You can do uh, probably more, a little quicker than you would be on a Monday morning when the office is full of distractions, you know, people. So I get on my bike, and it's, well, February, like I just said, 19th. And how, it was like 70 degrees out today. It was nice. It was nice. So I get on my bike. All I have is a hoodie and shorts. Hoodie and shorts. It's February, by the way. We live in D.C. And I'm cruising. I got, like, these little Elvis yellow sunglasses, so I'm looking cool. I'm cruising down. And I get almost to work. I get to 6th Street, almost to F. And this car from Maryland pulls and just stops and like, all right, whatever. And then the door flies open and the door hits me and I go flying over to handlebars and I land in some sort of Spider-Man, like almost like like a four, it's like a push-up position, but I was like really spread out. Like, like a bear crawl almost. Like a bear crawl, but yeah. I landed like bam, like that. And I felt a little, because I've been having, I'm struggling with a left shoulder injury that occurred about in yeah. May of 2016 on a bike. <laughs> I remember, so that. Just like, I remember that. And the funny part about this, not the funny part, but the, the tragedy of the story. Well, it could be worse. I could be dead or something. But no, is the fact I just felt good enough this past week to bench press from last May. 
So I got on the bench last week and I was bench pressing. And I God did, is like saying, don't bench I did, press, I was bro. Like, I think so, because I was bench. I, put, I warmed up. I was like, I'm going to put 135 on. So I put the 45s yeah. on, because that's legit. When you're in the gym, as a man, your goal is to reach the 45-pound plates. The big dogs. Yeah. So I put those right on. I was like, I got 10. Like, bam. Like, pause sets. I put it on my chest, and boom. Like, strong. Sort of feels, I felt it. Like, oh, I can still feel it, but I can do it without, like, ah. Dude, the floor was like, ah. And I couldn't do it. So I did it. So I got an accident today, and guess what? Ow. Back, again. Done. Anyways, I think what happened, the door opened, and I think my reaction time was quick enough to hit my brakes, like this, I yeah. s- I, with all my might, which set me flying over my handlebars, but it actually avoided the door impact. That makes sense? So as my bike did hit the so door... So you came into the bear crawl before you got to the door. So I can, I'm trying to picture what everybody... Because this is this is in Washington, D.C. during the Disney on Ice. This is uh, That's why there was a car full of kids in, the, in like a mom. Right. So a kid who doesn't know any better, right, just flings open the door. Doesn't care to look. I mean, it's... So I, I get up and... The, oh, it was a little kid that did it? Yeah, it was a car full of kids. It was like a mom and like freaking 10 kids. Well, she was like, I'm so sorry. And the kids were, you know, something like from 5 to 8. So it was just little kids. And one of the kids did it. So I hit the ground, and I look up. And I go, Are you okay? Oh my god! I was like, Oh my god! Like, I was like, I look down. I'm in this crouched position, like planking on the almost. I'm not touching the ground, kind of. Yeah. Like my knees are and my hands are, but I get it like this, and like I think I'm okay. And I get up, I look for a bone sticking out. No bone sticking out. Good. I'm good. Pick up my bike. It's not fucked up. Tire's good. There's no bent. Nothing's bent. Nothing's out of whack. I look at her, I'm like, I get, I take a deep, deep breath. I think I'm good. That's it. That's my story. That's it. That's pretty good. So, um, so my sh- I take my shoulder and I got it like what, a What did they say to you, though? They apologize. What am I going to do? Like, flip, flip it out in a car full of kids? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I think my older brother probably would have. Yeah, I mean, I felt like it, but I was more happy that I wasn't dead. Oh, uh, God. Uh, by well, the way, my, my kids are going to that tomorrow. <laughs> It's. Oh my, are you taking them? Are your, no. your wife is? Yeah. God, you know what? God bless her. She's a saint. It's probably the worst thing. I took my kids once to a play called Scooby Doo Live. <laughs> that was. Oh my God. Even the kids who are age appropriate, like that. That was kind of dumb. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, guys. But this is theater. <laughs> this is live, like live performance. So it was. I took my uh, to son to see a Marvel, some Marvel thing that was at like uh, George Mason. Was George Mason's uh, Patriot Center? Yeah. And uh, it was like Marvel Live. And it was like all the superheroes. What were they doing? And then within two seconds, there was a couple explosions. And one of the kids looks at his dad and is like, we're out of here. <laughs> it's just like too much. And we got to go. And so the, the dad's like, all right, man, I guess I had to go. And I'm like, I was with my daughter. Actually, it wasn't my son. I was like, and my, my daughter kind of looked at me scared. Like, if, if he's scared, should I be scared? I'm like, uh-uh. I just ordered like two beers. We're fucking. We're here for the. Ride, ride it out. Riding it out, man. Wait, it's like doing you, acid. Ride it out. You got two beers because the line was so long that you had to order two beers because you didn't want to get in line again. No, I always order two beers. Yeah. <laughs> Every I time I go anywhere, I have this rule. I always order two beers. It's redundancy. Because I don't want to wait for some fucking shitty waiter who's like. Well, what if you drop one? And I'm also sitting to the president like, hey. President? I'm partying. President? I'm drinking. So I need you to like. Really check up on me a lot. Are you setting a precedent? A president? Precedent? A precedent? A president? Precedent? I don't know. I'm just clarifying because I'm bad with words. Your dictionary up your asshole. (sighs) Can you spell endoplasmic reticulum? No. No, I didn't think so. It's amazing. Oh, Laura just uh, TT just uh, presented Chris with a bowl of slop. A bowl of good stuff (laughs) with feta on it. I feel like we're in Yoda's cave, and he's like, "Hey, here you go." 
How do you get so big eating food of this kind? <laughs> Alright, I'm about to open a beer. Oh, wow, So um what I'm doing is open up a Miller Light and the reason really why good, I got the reason why I got Miller Light is because reason. I'm looking out for Mike's health. You know what I mean? Mine, mine, mine. I'm just looking up your health, bro. But you know what? He went across the street and got his own damn beer. Even though I bought beer with your health in mind, you chose another beer. You went beyond. You went over my authority. I would, you did not respect my authority, and you went across the street and got your own I damn beer. I wish I could. I could just subsist on Miller Light, but I can't. It sucks. I'm already. I've already been to the other side of Miller Light. The parsley. Uh, if I was in high school, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" I just have beer in general. But like now, I can. I can make some choices. Well, whatever. I'm glad you're happy, but... So, before you guys got here, I was looking through my phone. So, whenever I have ideas, I text myself the idea. And so, I was looking through my phone for the ideas that I had for this podcast. I was uh, looking through the ideas for the last podcast. And I I got to this one thing. And it said, battery bike. That was my text to myself. I said, battery bike. I'm like, what? Because this is what I, I usually text myself for... Comedic ideas or ideas for the podcast or just let me for a song idea, creative ideas. And I got battery bike. I'm like, battery bike? How fucked up was I to like come up with battery bike? I was trying to come up with what is funny about battery bike. There's nothing funny about battery bike. And then I remembered after like five minutes of thinking about this really, really like hard. Like I was like, what is this? Because I wrote this to myself and I have no recollection of this. And then I and I finally got the memory came to me. It was in the middle of a class. I was teaching at Vita Verizon, and my battery went on for the third time. You know when you teach, it's like, oh, I got to replace this. And then you go up about your day, and you do your, your payroll and this and that. And, oh, I forgot to change the battery in the bike. And then the next time you go teach on it, it says battery low. And like, oh, I forgot to change this battery last time. I meant to remind myself that, that I need to change the battery in this display. And then the third time, I'm like, all right, I need to make a note to myself right now. And so in the middle of my class, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to write a note to myself right now. So I text myself in the middle of the class. Battery bike, and that's my battery bike story. That's incredible. You don't like my battery Chad, bike story? You're, you're full of stories like, tonight that have no punchline. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that, that was more of a journey. I like, as know, a journey. And, and I can appreciate All right, how about this? There's I got to. There's also a. It's very, it's very Monty Python to, to tell a, a good a good joke without a punchline. Right, and I just figured these aren't just not, these aren't jokes. I mean, just this is not a joke. This, I'm just talking. This is a conversation. It's really leading to nowhere, other than the fact that I had a really good idea for a new Uber app. Would you like to hear that idea, or are you just gonna like, make fun of everything I say Don't tonight, Chris? Use it. Oh, yo, bro, you got a beef with me tonight? Mad beefs. Because we can take this outside if you want. Mad beefs. Because I survived the bike accident. I survived the bike accident. You having a hard time taking me seriously? Or are you intimidated I by the like I'm actually, I'm actually By the way, everybody, let's paint the picture. The, pan, the picture that I'm painting is we're sitting in a black light podcast right now. Kelly, I'm all painted in a black light. Kelly, every fucking like podcast devolves into a dick size What's that buzzing coming from? Right? Yeah, right there. True. Yes. And that just happened again. Oh. Things on. Yeah. Say hello, Kelly. Oh. Hello, Kelly. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's a nice little skit. Say hello, Kelly. Well, hello, Kelly. Now, what are we talking about? Karate. Mm. <laughs> Again. More specifically, karate in the 80s. No, seriously. We're I talking had, Cobra I had Kai. A, I had a direction. And like, I totally you, would it. you ever join a dojo where like the guy is such a dick? He's like, going to make you fight other kids in your high school? Maybe I would. I don't know. I'm talking about Karate did I, Kid. Did I miss something? Oh, okay, Karate Kid. Based on true events. I mean, like, that's why you take karate. It's to, like, fight other people, I think, right? But, like, your sensei is, is a complete... Number one, he has a mullet. Number two, 
He's he's like, what was their philosophy? Cobra Kai's philosophy? It was like really insane. Fuck your mother. With no, there is no pain in this dojo. There's no pain. There's no pain in this dojo. So actually, the biggest question, which I think we've covered on this podcast, why is karate so popular at that high school? It makes no sense. In the eighties, because it's California, dude. Well, I'm just saying. During the eighties, they they would come up with like random sports. And they would make the whole movie about the sport. Really? And these are sports that in, in real life would never get you laid in high school. Karate Kid was karate. Uh, Better Off Dead was like skiing. Uh, back to school was like diving. Yeah, diving. Like right. none of these sports would ever get you laid in real life. Right, and, and, and Teen Wolf was basketball, although that would get you laid. Yeah, that would totally get you laid. <laughs> Teen Wolf basketball. Of course, I think it deserves a high five. Yeah. Come on. He, he's a bear. So I have a serious question to ask you guys. Does everybody have their headphones in? Can everybody hear? Yeah, yeah. Everybody hear? I have a serious question. What would you do if you knew the meter? Hold on, I'm going to play you a little something. What would you do if I say how to keep? I'm going to play you a little something, all right? About all of mankind. I know a mile is probably bigger than this, but just for the sake of the video, this is how big a mile is. Now, when I say pat. Hold on. This is it right here. No, not that. <laughs> NASA warns asteroid headed to Earth today. What is happening, guys? My name is Jared, and an asteroid is going to come and destroy everything and everyone you know. Okay, that was a little dramatic. But an asteroid is expected to just miss the Earth, which is pretty scary when you come to think about it. The asteroid, done the name 2004B041, is expected to pass us, but if it were to hit the Earth, the mile-wide rock would probably wipe out all of mankind. I know a mile is probably bigger than this, but... Just for the sake of the video, this is how big a mile is. Now, when I say pass, you're now, I gotta interrupt. All right, go ahead. Why the fuck are we gonna invest in, any money in building a wall, or even like the amount of money that we spend in our military, when an asteroid has wiped out entire populations of species on our planet already? It's going to fucking Happen. This is fact. This is science. What we need it right really now is Marsha Lopez. It, it is. This isn't a joke. So this is what why aren't we investing in that solution? I'm not gonna let you go too long, much longer. I need to. I need to corral this right now. But the question <laughs> I need, the question I need, the question I'm going to ask for you, for you to answer into my right. face into the microphone. No, it's it's a valid question. But it's like, what would you not do tomorrow if you knew? It's <laughs> you know, a very simple answer. What would you not question. do tomorrow if you knew, like, in like a week, uh, six months or so, there's there's nothing we can do. The asteroid is going to hit the Earth. If I'm president, that's number one. What would you stop doing? What we do? There's a very simple answer to that question. Many other questions of like, why don't we do anything? And it's because humans don't do anything until there's an emergency. But let me ask you: If you knew, like, this is, this is definitely happening. Like, would you continue until, until it's right in your face? No one does anything. Would you continue to run yoga classes at Vita? If there was a asteroid yes. hurtling toward the planet, no. Would you be done. Yeah, I would go spend the rest of my days on a beach somewhere. Really? Yeah, of course. Why see, that, I, see, now, see, here's the question. This yeah. is a question of character. Yeah, I, why, why would I, why would I, I think, to teach yoga classes? I don't. I guess what I guess what the secret way to have it. But it would just be like, does this thing work? Yeah. Oh, it would just be like total chaos. You know, if like they probably if, would lie about it, though, right? Yeah, they would lie about it. They wouldn't tell us the truth. If we all, if we knew that in six months' time, like we would be obliterated, like. I mean, everything would go to shit. It would be like absolute like madness. People wouldn't go to work. Like nothing would function. Right. So let's let's here's a new scenario. Let's say we know the meteor is going to hit in like six months to a year or whatever. But it's it's fact. It's not. It's nothing we can do about it, and the Earth is going to be destroyed. But we, as a society, decided just to go about our business the way, just like like a normal day. Okay. 
All right. Now, would you participate in that? Would you? All right. You know, I'm just going to keep teaching classes and making people happy until we all die. Or are you going to be in the mindset like, well, fuck this. I'm dying in six months. I want to do whatever the fuck I want. I mean, I would, I would probably just be on the, the B category there. The second one? Yeah. You, just, you knew you were going to die. Yeah. You want to provide a service. Yeah, I would be home. like, I would probably just hang a sign. Like, I would probably just stay naked in my apartment and hang a door, sign on the door that says open for business. All, all comers welcome, you know. Just really? spend the, the rest you of my days. spend your days giving STDs. Like, yes, six would, months, who I cares? Do, We're all going to be dead. Like, I would, too. That's really? what I was about to say, like, I would, you know, stop wearing any sort of, like, protection. Actually, you know what? I probably wouldn't just because so many STDs are so um, uh, immediate in impact that I probably don't want to spend the last six months being affected by them. Um, so probably right. probably would be a little bit of... And again, to, like... Yeah. Heroin! I would, I would most, I would most definitely be doing. I would most I might definitely be doing heroin for next week. I, I would definitely Mike, do a lot of. You're heroin. right. I would do too. I would definitely try heroin for definitely, sure. For definitely oh try. Oh my heroin. god, let's do heroin yeah. tonight. I would yeah. try mushrooms. Would you? You're yeah, right. I would. Oh, for sure. If I was gonna die in six months, anyways, I would totally do heroin. Yeah. Chris, what was the first concert you ever went to? What was your first concert? My first uh, music concert. Yeah. Um. Well, are we talking? Well, all right. Rock concert is what you mean, really. Your first, I, no. Live okay, well, my first well, concert ever was actually at the, um, um, at the, uh, um, New York City at, uh, um, Rio City Music Musical, I think. I, I think my parents took me to see, um, they had a, a classical music for kids series there. Um, and, uh, or maybe it was Lincoln Center. Is it Lincoln Center that's there? Maybe. The one, the one in New York City? Yeah, Lincoln Center. And, um. Yeah, we went there, and uh, I, we, I remember going there every, like, uh, once Sunday every, like, month, and we would go listen to a new classical piece of music that was sort of interesting. All right, so and I remember, the, I remember the first the first music I really loved from that was Pictures at an, an Exposition by Mazorsky, which is actually a pretty cool piece of music. Do you use it in your classes sometimes? I don't. I should. Um, it's, a really cool, it's a really cool piece of music. Um, the first rock show I ever went to, uh, though, was... Um, was uh, was actually it was U two. It was uh, what was you, where did you see him? Yankee Stadium. Wow. U two nice. Yankee Stadium on the um, Zoo TV tour for Rock Tongue Baby. Oh my God! You went to that? Yeah. It, pre it pretty much spoiled music for the rest of my life because every live show I went to was sort of compared to that one. I mean, bon they, they, it was U two at Yankee Stadium and they spent they did they played for like three and a half hours. And, and that's like the best record. And it was like their best record. And so it it was just the most amazing show. And we had like literally the, during that tour they had the they had the the stage, but then they had a walkout stage where they where they played. And we had front row tickets at that walkout stage. How the fuck did you get that? I, we I don't ask. I had a friend who had a friend. Who may or may not have, you know, been connected to the mob. We got tickets that way. Tony Soprano. It was Tony Soprano. Um, so uh, I lived in Jersey. I mean, come on. Yeah. So um, I do remember during the show that that Bono fell into the crowd because he was getting drunk on champagne and drinking, and he fell. And we we was grabbed, he okay? we we grabbed him and started to pull him into the into the crowd, and the bouncers came over and started you know beating us and threatening to arrest <laughs> us and with inciting a riot and all this other stuff. It was it was pretty fun. But it was it was it was it was, it was amazing show. Kelly, what was your first concert? I have a real first concert, and then I have the first concert that I tell everyone that I went to. What was a real first concert? My parents took me to a Kenny G concert. Oh my god! <laughs> I, so I didn't want to go, and they like made me go. That's way I'm like. What? No, it's but not. Uh, what was the song that he had? I don't know. It just—it's like do do. It's like there's no. There's oh yeah, no right. Songs. That is Wham. Fuck. Just, sorry, Chad. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> so what was the first concert that you admit that you went to? Hi. Hi. Uh, HF Festival. HFS. And who was the main artist? That was like, that used to be a radio station in D.C. And they would, RFK Stadium. So it was like, who was the headliner? Like Stone Temple Pilots were there. And I can't remember who else was there, but I crowd surfed. Did you really? I did. I did. But nothing bad happened to me. How old, like how, old were, how old were you? Um, I think that was like right when I started high school. I was like eighth or ninth grade. Awesome sauce. Yeah. Laura, what was your first concert? Hi, Chad. Uh, the one Hi, Marsha. I think I remember the Spice Girls. Oh, <laughs> that was yeah. your first concert? <laughs> awesome. Mike, you and I talked about it. But I don't remember what your first concert was. <clears throat> well, I will say uh, my brother's band one time uh, was on the side stage of HFS concert, uh, oh. HFS festival, which used to be like the big festival, yeah, right? right? Totally. Marcia just uh, went, went to the First bathroom. show I went to was actually super cool. Um, you know, when you're a kid, you go to like... You know, like, I went to this, uh, I saw the Boston Pops, you know, like, yeah. play. Uh, my dad went to Harvard, so I went to some, like, reunion thing with him, and I saw Boston Pops. And then you go to, to see uh, various things. But the first, like, rock concert I remember, I think I was in fifth grade, maybe, sixth grade, and Fugazi played at uh, Fort Reno Park in Tenleytown, which you've been to Tenleytown. That's a weird first you've been to, You've been to Fort Reno. And my brother... Took me to see Fugazi. That's and, pretty hip. And, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty hip. That's and pretty hip. Uh, I remember seeing all these people with mohawks and stuff, and, like, you know, it was, like, punk rock. So uh, Fugazi's, you know, minor threat, very popular band locally. So a lot of the punk rock kids kind of translated over to Fugazi. So it's, like, my first show, and it was just punks. And uh, I remember this one song I really liked at the show, which I like as an adult, was a song um, that you could play. It's on their second record. I don't even know the name of it, but it's like, well, we can play later. But anyway, uh, even 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 during that show, <laughs> yeah, it's our, uh, they're they're awesome. That was a great show. Do you remember? Do you remember what my first concert was? Uh, Poison or something? No, it was uh, Rick Springfield. Really? <laughs> Rick Springfield. Yeah, Rick Springfield. I think I remember as Spring Rick Springfield opening up for Tina Turner. But I knew it was I would go to that show. That's I would good. go to that show. It's not a bad first concert. It was at Saratoga Performing Arts Center, which is an outdoor summertime jam up in upstate New York. Yeah, so and I guess I guess I didn't I didn't I didn't spack. include that. I didn't include that. Oh, the, the song, the Fugazi song was because r- because r- because oh. we, I would always go to those horde like the horde. Do you remember that that tour? The horde tour, yeah. The horde tour. They would have that, and so it was like you know it was um they were actually it was a great tour. It was like widespread panic, um and um uh and um. Blues Traveler, um, Spin Doctors, back when they were popular, um, and then it was um, uh, who else am I? Who is the big headlining? One that I'm forgetting now. Um, was it Fish? Grateful Dead. Fish would be there. Yep, Fish would be on that tour. Disco Biscuit. Um, <laughs> disco. Uh, that's a little later, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a it was a great show. I mean, that was like the place to go and smoke dope and sit on the you know sit on the grass and smoke the grass. Right on. And now Marsh um, is here, everybody. Before Marcia Marcia Lopez. I just want to, for the record. Because this is going to go into the archives of the Smithsonian. To say that the song that I really liked from Fugazi that I recognized immediately it was good was Runaway Return. <laughs> All the time, man. <laughs> How would you say it? New Age yoga shit, man. No, you said something else. <laughs> that's what I said. I'm missing yeah, a word. That's what he said. Are you listening to the, 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 the New Age yoga shit? The only shit? song I can think of is like Enigma. <laughs> 
What is some new age yoga shit? You remember the, the band Enigma? Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some like new in age. The 90s. I know. <laughs> uh, so Chris has to leave, so let him go. But like last night, I mean, uh, so Friday night, Saturday night, I uh, DJ'd <coughs> some yoga events, and this was my some new age yoga shit that I played. You want to hear something, Chris? Let's hear it. I thought that it was really good, Chad. Thank but you, it Kelly. Was, it was too hippie for you. <laughs> no, no, no. I dug it. <laughs> Did you like the guided meditation? I got like a yoga <laughs> shovel, and I was digging. I got a yoga shovel, and I was fucking digging away with that. I was like, was, was your heart I was not a fucking digging must stay away. <laughs> that was good. Not a fucking digging must stay away. Almost good. I almost got it there. I almost nailed it. Almost. Not quite. All right. It's called. I made a, a playlist called Sounds. Hold on. Sounds. to tell us what his exit song will be. He's, uh, I used to rake my kids all the time. Kelly and, and Chris are about to leave the podcast, and uh, they're, they're, they're going to have a song to leave by. So, Chris, please tell us your story. So, so one of the... Um, uh, the playout song that we're going to do is, uh, is Orion by, uh, by Metallica, um, which is an instrumental... Um, song that's actually it's, it's a really cool like mellow jam and I think we were talking about it earlier Chad it's a, it's a great song probably for a cycle class actually Orion um, Orion and I think in um, in some kind of monster um, the uh, the the documentary about uh, Metallica I think they talk about this or maybe I got it from somewhere else that this song is actually was written by um, Dave Mustaine. Of Megadeth. Oh, I didn't know that. That's not really I, Dave Mustaine. Yeah, Dave Mustaine. Apparently, he he was the one that wrote the the you know the the riff for this song. All right. Um, and this was back when they had talked about bringing Dave Mustaine into Metallica as a member of the band, which they ultimately decided not to do. Um, and they had a pretty acrimonious. I think it was a pretty acrimonious. Um, 
thing that they had between Metallica and Dave Mustaine went, as we know, off to form his own band, Megadeth, um, which had a couple of yeah. couple of pretty catchy tunes, you know. Um, my, but, my son, but I, a middling I, you know, I me- you, metal band. M- at, my at son loves this one song, Megadeth song, was so random. He loves the song "Sweating Bullets." He like, That's awesome. Daddy, can I can, can you put in the video? So, hello, me. It's the real me. So here's Orion by Metallica.
wanted to take this time to welcome one Marcia Lopez to the podcast. She just arrived from Rehoboth with some breaking news in the Glory Days podcast. Breaking, breaking news. But first, before we get into the breaking news, I would like to just reminisce and reflect upon the infamous drive down to South Carolina Marsha and I took together. I was like, what, huh? Yes. And this, I heard this song, Every Mother's Nightmare. Love this song, and, and I haven't listened to it in so long. And then I remember hearing it on this trip. And I'm like, ah, oh, I love this song so much. Let's listen to it. Every mother's nightmare. The song is "Love Can Make You Blind." Get your headphones in, PT. Oh, it's time to open a beer, man. In celebration of Marsha. I just discovered something while searching for songs for this podcast. There's a couple songs. Can you hear anything? Hey, Marsh? Yeah, she. I just wanted to tell her the one that she was messing with with the volume was. So mine. here's another song. Listen. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. This one's mine. <laughs> I was like, I totally missed that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were like, it's I was like, that was mine. That was mine. <laughs> That's what I was like. Let me separate this. It's pretty similar, right? Songs? And then you got this song. Oh. Actually, I have a better song that's Junkyard has a song called Simple Man. Play that. He played this song the first time we podcasted. First time I did with you. I remember. This so we're gonna do a little contest right now, Marsha. You be the judge. Okay. And here's what's gonna happen, Marsha. Yes. Mike and I are both gonna sing the intro of "Wait," and you're gonna pick the winner. It's pretty easy, pretty straightforward. What's the criteria? Uh, it's your uh, personal preference. Okay. Personal preference. All right, let me uh, pull up the track. Okay. I'm going to the karaoke version of "Wait" by White Lion. All right, so Mike, you want to go first, buddy? Let me get a little effects. Sure. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not, not feeling, feeling very, very confident, confident right now. How about this? Why? Uh, About this or just generally? There's a reason that I needed a singer for DC Flow. Mm. I can't sing. I, I I can do pitches. Like I have pretty good. Uh, too much explanation. I'm, like I'm gonna. I'm drunk. I'm gonna hand this. I'm gonna hand this uh, iPad to you. Hold on. Let me get, let me set it up for everybody. Wait. Oh wait. Can I make my judgment now? No. 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 <laughs> okay. You have to have more. He's just, he's just, he's just warming Wait. up. He's just warming up. He's just warming up. All right, hold on. Please, everybody in the studio audience and people at home listening. All the people listening right now, I just want you to know that uh, I really appreciate that you're listening to me All right, talk. so Mike, here's the iPad. Uh, when you're ready, hit play. And, uh, yeah. Let me get the sound up. Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Here's Mike's version. <laughs> I have to do that part in the microphone. He needs to needs to concentrate and scrap. Wait, wait. I never had a chance to love you. Now I only want to say I love you one more time. There. There's that. 
Wow. That sucked. Sorry. Do I try to, <laughs> I try again? Yeah. All right. Try again. Well, okay. Ready? Okay. Reset it. Reset. It. Just go back. Pause it. Hit the back button. Okay. We'll give you one more shot, man. One more shot. <laughs> Take two. Can we just pretend that I'm auditioning? We're auditioning for White Lion. All right. Will uh, that help? Hey, um, so the singer for White Lion just died, man. So, uh, <laughs> all right, when you're ready, uh, just say, yeah, say, ready? I went to Juilliard. I have this in the bag. I can sing many songs. The, uh, I can sing singing in the rain. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Sanoff. Uh, whenever you're ready. I'm ready. I can do this. Then, then go ahead and start. Yeah. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Take two, take two, guys. You want another chance? I want really? you to just, How you know what? In the background, hold on. In the background right now, there's Jennifer Aniston. She's whispering to her. She goes, you can see her, her lips read, I love you. I love you. Matt, what's your name? Philip. Mike. <laughs> you can do this. Mike, you can do this. I love you. I love you. Mike, you can do I love you. I love you. I feel like maybe I should go to Maritown. I love you. Should I go to Maritown? I love you. No. Do this. You got it. I don't know. You it. can ahead. give it a shot. All right, let me, let me drink some beer. You've tried the other <clears> way. <throat> All right. Mr. Sanoff, whenever you're ready. <gasps> Why do you have to do that? I'm not going to laugh. What? Wait. I say, too. Hey, one more time. Sandy, one more time. One more time. It's too funny. It's too funny. Take a deep breath, sir. All right. Yeah. Sanoff, you came Take all this way. Breath. We ready? flew you in here from New York. You threw me, you I flew, we flew you in here to you, uh, L.A. from New York. It's really Rockville. All right, when you're ready. <clears throat> Get your shit together, Sanoff. Mr. Sadoff, thank you very much for your that time. That was the best one of the Wait, can I get it? No. no. <laughs> All right, it's my turn. Uh, do uh, oh, your beer. No. Jesus, he just uh, spilled a beer everywhere. It's crazy. Uh, clean up aisle six. Clean There's ants that, that think that this is like Noah's Ark over here. They're like, oh, oh shit. Are you going to get it Extinction done in one event. take, Chad? Beer wave. Uh, we had a little incident. Uh, this reminds me of something that happened yesterday when I was it's DJing at a brunch. Remember the olive incident? Mike. When you lost the olive and we never found <laughs> it? Yeah, where was it? We never, ever found the olive. Ever. Oh, my God. Maybe the rat will come and take it. Mike, yesterday at my brunch, I was DJing in my giant 15-inch Mackie thump, thumper? Mackie thumps. Tipped over Mackie and landed thumps? dead center in a brunch table full of glass. It's like full my, of my Les Paul falling <laughs> in the Velvet Lounge. It exploded the table. The table exploded during my brunch. I was DJing. The, all the glass, Did all everything was in. It's just what? They make you pay for it. No, of course not. Everyone's cell phones got wet. It, just, it was like Everyone's it was a catastrophe. All right, my turn. You ready? Who knocked it over? Who knocked it over? I don't know. That was me. All right. No one else. I didn't do it. Check Mark one Simpson, two. Sorry. All right, I'm up. Uh, He's gonna nail this. He's such a, such an so, asshole. Totally set me up. Wait, wait. I never had a chance to love you. 
Congra- do, you, do you really need me to select this? Congratulations, you <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> oh do you really need my input here? I think anyone that was listening, it's very obvious that I am better Wait than Chad. Just a moment, tell me why. Because I can show you love and that. This is cock rock. This is, this is a karaoke version. This is a song. Yeah, right. Play the real one. I said, wait, it's who you love it like it was before. Cause I Well, you know, it's, hold on, let me take this off. No. You may say that. We didn't that learn that today. However, I'm just going to prove that I probably want to play should be the next. Ball, I will fucking school your ass like a motherfucker. I know he's here somewhere. Yeah. Ellen, have you seen my fiance? He's upstairs. Are you going upstairs? I'm looking for him. <laughs> I have lost my fiance, the poor baby. <laughs> Maybe the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> Everything can be turned back to a Seinfeld episode. And the reason why I'm showing that clip, or playing that clip, or recording that clip, or whatever, the fuck you want me to say it? Marsha has some breaking news. This involves everybody, affects everybody in this Chad cast. Glory Days podcast community. Marsha, are you ready to tell the world? I'm ready. Do you want some effects? Do we need effects for this? I don't know. You tell me. Maybe. Hold on. Let's go to, let's go to channel 413. How's this? What what you, you, you want me to say something? Oh, I like that. You like that? Sure. sure. All right. All right. Here it is. Breaking news. Breaking news. Matthew Sokolowski is engaged to be married. To be married, married. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, tell me, let's, how about that? Give us like the most optimistic view of this, <laughs> of this transaction. Can you? You the went on your. So let's let's set the stage. Um, are, are we pretending that we're like on the NFL uh, analysis? Well, let me just set, let me set it up in real life. We can we can spin it any way we like. But like Marcia said, she's going to Rehoboth with Matt and his boyfriend. And I didn't know Anne was coming, but I'm just like, all right, yeah, so you're going to go to Rehoboth with a bunch of homosexuals? Yeah, three. Um, you, way, two lesbians the, and a the gay male couple. The listeners have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, Matthew Sokolowski? Yeah, sure. he's up on the podcast. You would, this is your, you've, you've taken a month off from the podcast. A lot's happened since you've been on this. Oh, shit. Matt is like a co-host now. Yeah, Matt showed up one day and was like, this is the best thing ever. We should do this all the time. And Chad and I were like, yeah, we do. We yeah, like this every <laughs> week, twice a week. 
I'm uh, officially announcing my resignation from this podcast. No. So anyway, so I was like, really? Yeah. I was I try not to be such... I have a hard time not being a dick. So I'm like, really? That's going to be really fun for you, Marsha. Have a good time doing that instead of hanging out with me all weekend. Dick it face. But well, <laughs> it just so happens that she went and this event happened on her little mini weekend getaway, the President's it Day did. weekend. And yeah. maybe you want to give us a little rundown of how it went down, you know, make it a little interesting for the people that are listening, make it, like, oh. spice it up with unicorns. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. I know. It's all right. Um, what day did I get there? Friday. Well, let's say Saturday. And the noise you hear in the background is my stupid girlfriend, actually ex-girlfriend, who won't sit the fuck down ever. She's right, cleaning up your house. Oh, my God. Um, the whole time she's been doing shit. So... I don't know what happened on Friday. I don't remember. But on Saturday. Going to sneeze? Yeah, sorry. I'll taste that more. Or maybe I won't. I think it's God bless you in French. Every time Marshall sneezes, we, we, have, to, we have to play Bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Okay. Every time you sneeze, takes one year up on Jovi's, Jovi's life. Oh, stop it. Um, so on Saturday, we went to look at houses for some reason. They're like, oh, let's go, Matt says, let's go look at these houses because there are these two guys who he's friends with in Rehoboth who are both real estate agents. So somehow we got to talking about it on Friday night. And they're like, oh, we're going to go look at this million dollar house tomorrow. And Jason and I are going to buy it together. And then it kind of tumbled down to, well, if we're going to buy a house together, we might as well get married. So then they were kind of joking about it all day on Saturday. And then by the evening when Matt was wasted, he was referring to Jason as his fiance. All right. Right? Yeah. So, oh, but earlier that evening, before we went out and got wasted, we were, hap- we were having deep conversations about this, about, you know, when Jason went on a run and we were talking about um, how he wanted to get married again. And I was like, why do you want to get married again? And he didn't really have that good a reason. But he's in love. He's See, in, we, we, he's in we love. run with emotions here, Marcia. We don't, we don't do, like, uh, rational thought. We don't do that. I'm, I'm, not opposed, I'm not opposed to love and I'm not opposed to companionship. The... The idea of binding yourself to somebody financially and legally makes no sense to me unless there's a true reason for it. Well, that, the, and there's, the love and emotion part I get, but not what, for marriage, you know. And this is why I'm talking to you about this because yeah. you and I have been married. We're both divorced. Yes. So we have a little bit of a different view upon marriage, marriage. Yeah. So when somebody announces that this is just, it doesn't matter who it is or their situation. When they announce that they're getting married, they just got engaged. My initial reaction is not is not a positive one. It's usually as oh, hard I'm as I sorry. try, as hard as I try. Yeah. It's not like, oh my god, that's so great. I'm like, why? Uh, why? You guys want kids or something? What's going on? Yeah, Do you guys need know. health insurance? Right, right. Um, does one of you need health insurance? Um, I don't really understand the reason for it. Yeah, so it was kind of like, well, we're gonna buy a house together, <clears throat> then we should get married. And I was like, why is that? Yeah, my ex-wife and I bought a house before we were married. Yeah, I, I, so I was like, you don't really have to do those things together. No. Um, and they're like, well, we don't want to put the cart before the horse. I'm like, which one's the cart and which one's the horse? Bam. Chicken and the egg syndrome. Yeah. So. Um, Went in Rome. So then the next day, which was today, when we're having lunch, we were joking around about the whole fiancé thing. I was trying to see if Matt remembered that. Cause Matt the dingo at your fiancé. Yeah, because Matt was <coughs> fucking wasted and doesn't remember anything beyond dinner. So this was as we were leaving dinner. He was... So yeah. unlike Matt. So He's out of character. I know, right? He passed out on the couch. He didn't even go to bed. <laughs> like, Did you take his shoes off? I think Jason took his shoes off. Oh, no, we, took, uh, we all took the shoes off when we walked into the house. All right. But he, like, passed out on the couch. 
And so I was asking if you remember the fiance thing, and we were all joking about this. And then um, uh, Matt said something, and Jason's like, well, I haven't been asked. And he was like, well, do you want to get married? And Jason was like, sure. <laughs> Laura, Laura just... I asked you to sprinkle some unicorns on this. But, oh, it... Um, what what unicorns like happy unicorns? Like like when you, you you so the kind of unicorns where you poach them just for the horns and you take the horn and you grind it up to make like a powder. Uh-huh. It's like like unicorn horn powder. I haven't done that sufficiently. Yeah, you gotta okay. put sprinkle like the dead unicorns. And first. then poor Anne. So Anne is there like that's, stressed out. That's why the unicorn turns extinct. Lesbian. Lesbian. Lesbian is very stressed out because when it Anne's like when it comes down to it, I'm really just a New England wasp, <laughs> and this stresses me out. Which made me laugh. Right. And it's funny. And. Oh, and then. Okay. So this happens no, at and lunch. Then. This happens at lunch. And then we go and buy rings. We walk to a jewelry store. Cause we, so we had gone. They were like fucking around about it yesterday. And kind of, I think it was kind of like a game of chicken to see who was going to blink first at the lecture. Let's go look at rings. So we went to look at rings. But we, we walked away. We actually went from lunch to a jewelry store, and they purchased wedding rings. Cha-ching. Yes. They purchased them. And then Matt nice. called his family, and Jason called his family. And then they posted it on the And then they posted book. it on the facial books. Yay. So, everybody, let's uh, raise our drinks to the Sokolowski wedding. Coming up. Yeah. It's going to be Our the drinks Saturday are raised. I am drinking. Mike and I are both drinking Miller Lights because we're w- looking. We're uh, concerned for our waistlines. Marsha is holding nothing. Yeah. I'm just and holding And TT is holding a vodka drink. So, ready? Three, two, one. Here's to the Sokolowski wedding. Ching, ching. What's Jason's last name? I can't just say Sokolowski. Yeah. yeah. What's Jason's last name? Mills. Mills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Mills. Sokolowski wedding. Let's look yeah. at research department. Can we look that up? It's Jason Mills, right? Yeah, so, it is uh, Mills. Oh, it's sorry. Mills. I'm sure. But. So Jason, no disrespect. I mean, we, I don't know anybody's last name. All right. So here's cheers. Cheers. Three, two, one. Cheers. Yeah. All right. Drink. So, you know, I wish them all the best. But listen, I'm the kind of guy that goes home after work to his wife and kids, has dinner at the table, at the table. And then after dinner, Helps his kid with homework. Except, you know, substitute wife with online porn. A cat for kids. Oh, dear. And homework uh, with masturbation. That's the kind of guy I am. What kind of guy are you, Mike? Uh, everything that you just said. Right. Without, without the masturbation, I'm, I'm perfect. You don't masturbate? Um, I think people from my work might listen to this, so I would say no. Tell you I think that makes you more abnormal if you don't ever masturbate ever. He's he's not he's, t- he's not telling the truth right now. Why why would that you're you're I'm concerned that he's painting a picture of masturbation as something that shouldn't be done. Well, let me tell you something about myself though. I'm the kind of guy that goes home after work, right after dinner after all the emails are read. I pour myself a glass of scotch and I get into bed with a good book, mm-hmm. but replace scotch with weed. And a good book with masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> but I'm, I'm still concerned about Mike. Mike, what kind of guy are you, really? <laughs> what kind of guy are I'm you? I'm just feeling I, masturbation I uh, is a taboo it. subject. It is a taboo subject. It shouldn't subject. be. It, it's reason, a perfectly natural, Marcia, normal Marcia, the only reason it's taboo is because I feel like I've been promoting our podcast with people that I work with. 
Why would you want to do that? We talk about my vagina constantly. <laughs> um, <laughs> why, why would you possibly want that in the workplace? So, like, listen, I'm the kind of guy that goes home. Oh, and God. I just, I, I, you know, cause I'm taking some online courses. I, I'm the kind of guy that goes home and you know, studies for his to better himself in his career. And it takes a long, hot bath to relax before he goes to bed. Mm. Although, kind of, it's more like, instead of uh, studying, I'm playing video games. And instead of the bath, I masturbate. Mike, what kind of guy are you? I mean, the real Mike. Let's get into it. What kind of guy are you? Mike doesn't want anyone from work to know what kind of guy he is. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah he's made that's that not going to happen. He's made that perfectly clear. Yeah. Sorry. You're the kind of guy that goes home from work and loves the fact that you got two kids and a wife in Rockville and you just you watch the game at night, the Wizards. Tell us about the Wizards, man. Tell us about the Wizards and how excited you are. Are you yeah. the guy, kind of guy that loves the Wizards and is jacked right up because you're a Washingtonian and you lived here your whole life and the Wizards are fucking awesome right now? Is that what's going on in your life? Is that, what, is, that what's, is that what's taking over Mike's life right now? That is actually a giant part of my life right now. Tell us about the Wizards and how it's part right. of your life now, Mike. I'll try What's to saying? keep it to one this minute. This is Mike the Suburban Guy. I'll, I'll keep it to one minute. Mike Drunk the Suburban, suburban guy. guy talks. So well, new segment. My so. kids call him Drunk Suburban Guy now. This new segment. They've never Hold on. You. They let's you officially, let's officially enter this. This is Mike the Drunk Suburban Guy talking about sports. Go. So uh, when I, my parents got cable in the 80s, they got this channel called Home Team Sports. So anyone that's from Washington, D.C., they would know what I'm talking about. Home Team Stor- Sports. Sports. And I used to watch uh, Home Team Sports, and I never knew much about basketball. I wasn't raised to like basketball. And there's a player named Bernard King, and he played for the Bullets. And it's a long story, but basically the Bullets were mediocre, and they're this great player. I was fucking hooked ever since then. I love the NBA. I'm one of the few people that says uh, I like the NBA better than college, because why would you want to want not want to watch the best people in the world? At their totally agree with you right now. All right, thank totally you. Totally agree with that. Totally agree. Um, so I followed the Wizards through many situations. They've always kind of sucked. Uh, they've had a few times where they're going to be good, and then uh, you know, like Gilbert Arenas, right? Like he was awesome. Who's the star player right now? Oh, right now, John Wall. Wall. That's Rad- Bradley Beal, Otto Porter. Man, they're playing at a level that I never thought was possible. And they started the season 1-8. and eight. And all of a sudden, after the 1-8, and eight, because they had a new coach, they've been in this tear that I've never witnessed living here. It's very exciting. And I'll leave it at that. When's the next game you're going to? Are you going to a game? Well, actually, the, the uh, All-Star game's on tonight. John Wall's in the All-Star game, so uh, we're not going to watch it because we're doing the podcast. Uh, next game is probably in like two or three days, and I will, I watch almost every game. So I'm a fanatic, and I'm sorry. Hopefully this doesn't make it into the podcast. It's super fucking boring. No, we're good. He can edit it out. But uh, uh, man, I am. I've always been a diehard. I've been to like my dad before he passed away. Love you, dad. We would go to like 10, 20 games a year. Awesome. And how many have you gone to this year? Did you say zero? None. I mean, are you, are you crazy, man? Now I gotta pay for that shit. Fuck that. It's one thing when your dad's paying, and then when you have to pay, I enjoy watching it from the comfort of my couch with my son sitting in my lap. I'm gonna agree with you that too. I'll watch a Wizards game with you. Anytime, man. In a bar. Let's go to a bar and watch a Wizards game. I'm uh, anytime. I'll do it with you. Anytime. Let's bond. Let's do it. I'm gonna test step out of my comfort zone and well, go into your world. world. Take it to the next level. I'll go to Bethesda. Why don't we get with Marcia? Why don't we get nosebleed seats, real cheap, during the playoffs? I'd rather go to Bethesda and watch it in a bar with you and Marcia and Laura. No, because when you go to a playoff really? game, Chad, 
No, the games are so DC much comes. DC is a city comes on fucking fire when the Wizards are. Re- I grew up here uh, in Maryland. And D.C. is really, in Maryland, are a basketball town at its heart. And when the basketball team does good, people get so fucking fired up. Even if it's a very transient city, at its core, you, you'll notice, like, people say it's a Redskins town. Yeah, whatever, because during the 80s, they were very successful in the 90s. But it's really a basketball town at its grassroots most. like, And so it's totally, if you go to a playoff Wizards game, it is so fucking, even if it nosebleeds, it's it's the best. It's like the best concert ever. Okay. <laughs> that was convincing, Chad. Simmer down. I'd like to invite you and your lady friend to simmer down now. <laughs> what? Hmm. Perhaps I can put it to you more clearly. First and ten, simmer, take the snap, drop back, find down in the end zone for a touchdown. Now nah, come on and kick the extra point. Simmer to down, follow by now, and it's simmer down now. <laughs> Simmer down now, Mike. Everything I am about personally. The 
listen, guys. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I have a I have this classic car. Like I'm, I'm the kind of guy that like on the weekends I like to spend my weekends like restoring piece by piece that classic Mustang car. And by restoring, do you mean masturbating? No. And then <laughs> after I'm done, like a day full of restoring the car, I go to my porch and I open myself a root beer. Except substitute the classic car for getting high and playing guitar all day. And sitting on the porch drinking repair with masturbation. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there we have it. Mike, what kind of guy are you? I'm the kind of guy who gets... You're the type of guy who gets suspicious. I'm the type of guy that Tiger thinks guy. pudding is delicious. You like pudding? You're the kind of guy that thinks pudding is delicious? That's a treat That's for you? Gross. No, there's an LL Cool J song. I'm literally just... Regurgitating. How many beers have you had right now? How many beers deep are you? Enough to not be able to say regurgitate. Regurgitate. I could even say regurgitate. Sharks suck shit. Snarks. Oh, no. Can um, TT have the microphone for a second? Yeah, of course. TT. I'd like to talk about how drunk we got last night to everybody. Oh, no. Why? We probably drank within an hour. A scene, a, a flash hour, which could have been two hours, could have been three hours, could have been 20 minutes. I have no real concept of time. But we drank an unusually amount. Because I started because I'm trying to get abs by spring. So I switched from beer to vodka sodas. And so I, I was like, hey, we went to the bartender. Hey, we're going to make your life easy tonight. We're just going to order two vodka sodas. He was like, awesome. So he gives a vodka soda. And I drank mine within like minutes, like three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, it was gone. I'm like, was there any alcohol in that? I'm going to get another one. So I went to your friend, and I got, a, I got a vodka soda from your friend, and I took a sip of this drink, and I tasted the alcohol. All right, so that was a strong one. Then I had that one, and you were still on that one. So I, I drank two. Then I started drinking your first. So it was that kind of night last night. It was crazy. I think we had like seven drinks. Oh, then DJ Lisa Frank we'll asked me to watch her hours. decks for her. She asked me to watch the decks. Okay, no one had been there yet. Yeah. So I got to watch. I got up to the DJ booth and I got to watch the deck. All right, I know it's kind of a big deal. I watched the deck last night. Oh, I saw him put on his like proud pants on. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch yeah. the deck. I'm gonna go up there and watch the deck for DJ Lisa Frank last night. It's a pretty good moment. Is that like Don't uh, touch Jimmy? Well, to be honest, is that like Jimmy Page saying, "Sand off"? I need you to. Uh, yeah, I need you to take a solo here during uh, Star- Stairway to Heaven. Hey, Sanoff, I got to go bathroom. You think you can handle the stairway or solo? <laughs> exactly like that. I got it, bro. So the equivalent of a DJ Lisa Frank handing the decks off to me while she went to the bathroom is like Jimmy Page before he goes into his solo and stairway to heaven. I said, hey, Sanoff, you got this. I'll take Except this. Except you didn't perform. Sanoff. <laughs> Sanoff. <laughs> Sanoff. You come to the stage, you take a solo, man, I'm going to take a piss. I think Laura had a very Oh, you can handle it, bro. <laughs> All right, Laura has a point. A Go ahead, Laura. It's, it's the same. Wow, look how well you can hear me. <laughs> Even when you were holding everything, it's the same, except you didn't perform. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that you know, you're, now you're splitting hairs. Huh. Now you're splitting hairs. That, was I Real on stage? facts. Was Real that, truth. And I may have been super Not intimidated because it's a totally different equipment than I'm used to using. I'm like, oh, I guess I can try to try to do this, Lisa. Morgan. I was like, don't. She goes, you got this? Buttons. I'm like, I think I got it. Me got it. Think I got it. And then she left. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got this. I looked. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's just bigger. Because mine's a little I have a condensed version. It's all in one where this is piece by piece, kind of professional. And then I was like, all right, I got this. I understand. I understand what's going on here. I'm just at a larger scale. I got this. Got it. 
It's like Harrison Ford flying little planes, and if he had to, if he had to take over like for a seven four seven, he could well, probably dude, do your, it. Your time. Uh, so literally, this is what I did. Your time with doing Black Hawk. So you're just Black Hawk at GE. You so, know. Oh, no, for he this crash, he had an incident. So basically, what happened to me last night was the equivalent of like a, I was on a seven four. I'm a pilot of a small airplane. And I'm on a, I'm on this like big 747 or whatever the, the number is the airplanes we have now. It's the same thing as me. Hey, Raymond, I hear you fly an airplane. You think you can land us safely? I'm like, I think so. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm in charge of little airplanes. It's the exact same thing. So I had to land a 747 so, last night. So she she didn't realize that you don't know anything. No, I do know a lot of things. I I can I can I can spin some mad beats, but it's a different. When I don't use this equipment, so I'm not really like. I was like, all right, I got it. Gotcha. I had to take a second to look at it for. I just looked at it. So it's like somebody being at like one of your not your spinning classes. What other classes do you teach? Uh, I teach sculpting classes. You know, like sculpting. I've never yeah. been to one. It's yeah, like, yeah. all right, everybody, you know how this works, and then you're like, one, two, three, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This is the equivalent of Mike. You going to all my classes, and I know you got this because you've been in all my class. Like Mike, gotta take a shit. I would need you to lead the next three minutes of class. All right, see ya, bud. That's what it was exactly like. And then that's when I go into lasers for my bro. <laughs> Are we doing lasers for my bro again? Yeah. Need effects. the kind of guy after a long day of work he goes out the happy hour and buys a round of drinks for his bros there's no other that's what he does he buys a round of drinks for his bros because i've gone out to happy about our happy with hours several happy with hours with mike and we rock the happy hour nobody does happy hour better than mike and i <laughs> we're the king of happy hours <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I don't either. What are we listening to? Lasers from my bro. The I don't think B- so. This is a B-side. B-side to lasers. Oh. This is so bad. Hey, you guys, are your shoes off? Yeah. All right, Marsha, open up. Oh, God. Let's take a trip into Marsha's vagina. Three, two, one. Woo! All right, we're in. Chris is gonna be so sad he missed this. I know. We did we did it wrong. So we have to have the, have the effects on now, not the effects. Hey, you guys get your shoes off? Um, yeah. Well, we'll try it again. Well, why? Where are we going? We're gonna head into Marsha's vagina. Marcia, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Take your shoes off. You're ready. What? What do you have to do to get? What do you have to do to get ready? You got to stretch or something? I, I thought we had to like jump into a vat of Vaseline. <laughs> no, it's pretty lubed. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Ready? Three, two, nice. one. Woo! There's three of us who are jumping. It's, it's a TT. Oh, great. Thanks. Mike. <laughs> and I. That's exactly where she wants to be. Oh, Marcia. See, I'm going to move the furniture. Like you said, you're going to need to paint the walls. I haven't had any visitors lately. No. <laughs> has you been, uh, has there, have you been closed for renovations? I guess. Well, what, are you, what are you doing Not in here? Renovations. Did 
you get the fi- the feels, the files installed? <laughs> like, yeah. did they show up under the window? They said they're gonna show I was up. Getting, I was installing cable. That's so you got the cable installed into your vagina. Did they should did the Comcast? Did you use Comcast or like Verizon? Is it the same thing? No. Verizon and Comcast two separate. Hey, I I'm just saying this as a safety. Uh, guru, like I always like to make sure that everyone's safe. What happens if a cock comes into here? What, what, Over inside? What is the escape That's a good question. That is an excellent question. And we should start carrying knives and we'll just poke the tip. <laughs> the Marshall's knife. not going to be happy about it. It's like we're cavemen. I, what I'm it's saying, like we're cavemen in a cave fighting like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. We have to be prepared. <laughs> we have to be prepared to escape to the asshole. <laughs> And I'm, I, I'm willing. To, I have, I'm ready. Okay, no, no, it doesn't work. I, have a, I bought. I brought a poncho. Chad, take your poncho. You know they're not. Titi, Titi, put on your poncho. Oh, 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 God. You can't get to the butthole. You can't get to the butthole from here, dude. No, they're not connected, right? So we're gonna go no, all no, no, the way up. We're gonna go all the way up. Is there a way out through the vagina? Like another way? There is. I brought a drill, bro. We drill in. And then we go to th- out through the butthole. Yeah, that, that would hurt me. Yeah, we don't want to hurt Marsha. Is there a way out through the vagina? Like we kept going up somewhere? No. It ends? There's only one way the in same and out. Way, yes, there's only one way in and out. So, so I did notice, I know this is not... So we're going to have to grab to the tip of some dude's yeah. dick and, <laughs> and, and ride it out. When he pulls out, he'll fling you out with him. Uh, what if it comes all over our faces? Well, you better... Hop on before that. It's like a surfboard. <laughs> Catch a wave. It's gonna happen after just one or two thrusts, Mike. Yeah. They have uh, work. It depends who you're working with. Well, I. <laughs> it would be nice if you had that microphone next to you so you can hear yourself. Jesus. I'm trying to do it so we can share it and you didn't give us a microphone stand. No, we're saying. Yeah, nothing. One of us has to hold it the whole time. Yeah, this is from what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, did you get that? I said that at the same exact time you did. Did you even hear me? No. We I heard it. There was yeah. an echo. We both said it the exact time. But I do notice that your vagina is not up to electrical cold. You don't have enough outlets. And where's the smoke detector? I don't see a smoke detector in here. I don't There's never a fire inside. There's never a fire there's inside no your fire. vagina. There's no fire inside your vagina. But there's there's enough moisture to keep the fire down. Now is this considered a studio vagina? Yeah. I mean, I see like a little, but there's no like real closet, so you can't really count that as a one bedroom because there's no, no closet. There's no closet. It's more like a one bedroom with a den. And there's and there's no fire escape either. It's true. There's like one way in, one way out. So Mike is justified in his safety concerns. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Good thinking. I'm not sure there's any solution to this. I think uh, we yeah. just got to get it's our... Uh, like, hey, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. It's, like, it's hold your breath. The risk, it's worth the risk, I think. Nice. So we, uh, Mike and I agreed to play this as our exit song. I just realized I didn't introduce anybody. We had Chris, the heavy metal yogi here today. I'd like to thank Chris for coming over with his, uh, his good friend, Kelly, our feminist voice. We call her Kelly. What's Kelly's name? Killer B. Killer B. Killer B. We have TT was here making us food, delicious food. Thank you, TT, for providing the substance, the fuel for the podcast. Marsha showed up a little bit later. She was coming in from the big engagement party in Rehoboth. And Mike and I have been reunited, and we're going to listen to Junkyard. Thanks, guys. Good seeing you again.